Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I'm glad you guys are back. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devotional. We're in 1 Peter, and we are talking about Jesus and the gospel. That's what we do here, guys. We talk about Jesus and the gospel because it is the most powerful thing. It is the most wonderful thing. It is the gospel that saves. It is the gospel that changes lives. And so we want to talk about it, man. I want to live my life by it. But we're in First Peter in the New Testament this time. If it's your first time here, glad you're here. Glad you're here. If you're not the first time, glad you're back. Go ahead and get your boy a subscribe and a uh, rate. That really helps out the channel. But let's not talk about that anymore. Let's talk about the goodness of God that we're going to find even, even in the midst of struggle and trials. That God is good. And we're going to find out why we have hope. Like why it's okay when we do go through these trials. Because the situation is dire, guys. It's tough. But there is a hope that we have. So let's jump into it. We're in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 5. I'm sorry. Verse 6 through 9. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while it is necessary you have been grieved by various trials, so that the testing genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you did not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So Peter is going deeper, going deeper into that uh, salvation or that hope that they have. What he is saying is that we can rejoice because uh, yesterday we were talking about how we have a hope that doesn't perish, how we have a hope that is to come in the power of Jesus. And what he's saying here is he's saying that this this hope that we can rejoice in now, even though it seems like we're in a very difficult situation, we can still have hope now. Even though it's going to be a little while till we get to see this this revealing of God, this um, unperishable life, imperishable life that we're to attain, we can rejoice in it now. That's how sure it is. It says because we're grieved right now, the the hope is that there'll be no more tear, no more suffering, no more pain, no more death. That's what it speaks about in Revelations chapter 21 about that new world order, the the godly living in a city of peace with the king of peace living among us, us being with him and him being with us. That is the goal. And so he's saying, so right now, you may be greed by various trials. There may be some difficult things that are going on. And all this does is going to test if you're truly faithful. Okay. Now, it's not to say that um, that your faith will be taken away. But what it does is reveal the truthfulness of our faith. See, uh, it, it says gold. It, it gives an example of gold. Says more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire. So he's saying, first off, that that the uh, the faith that we have is more precious than gold. So 
Faith is worth more than gold. That says a lot on its own because gold perishes. But our faith, our hope in what is to come is eternal. It's spiritual things. If we cross-reference it with what Jesus was talking about, he says that we need to place our faith in things that are imperishable, things that moth and uh, rust cannot destroy. That's the kingdom of heaven. But he, he compares it with gold, and he says that it is tested by fire. And what does gold or, or what does fire do? Well, fire makes all of the impurities melt away in the gold. Okay, but if it's truly gold, it still will be there. And so in the same way, these trials, they don't uh, take away faith. They merely bring faith to the surface. They merely reveal the faith that we had. In James, if we cross with that, it says that count it joy. Count it joy to have these. I got to be honest with you, though, just thinking about having to do trials, Thinking about having to go through difficult situations is not a fun concept. It is not. But I know that it has benefit. It says that may be found to result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So this faith that is revealed, man, when Jesus comes, when Jesus comes back, the crowns a lot of people talk about, the Bible talks about, Paul talks about, Peter talks about, that we'll be able to lay before the feet of Jesus because of the faith that he has given us and revealed in us. Man, it's going to be powerful when we get to see Jesus because of that. That's the goal. That's the end goal. Heaven's not the end goal. The new heavens and the new earth aren't the end goal. The end goal is to be with Jesus for all eternity. Now, it just talks about how we don't see him now. But we love him and we believe in him. But when we do see this, when we finally get revealed, this gets revealed to us, man, we're going to obtain the salvation of our souls. I mean, it's already there. It's already there. But Peter's talking about a situation where we see ourselves in a turmoil. And uh, uh, remember, we talked about how this uh, uh, this letter was written to people who are in uh, suffering, who are in persecution for their faith, and they may not feel the um, the joy, and you, you, they may not feel the, the hope, or they may not feel or see like uh, the, the, the peace that's in God's kingdom. But Peter is saying it is there. It is there. And it's such a great faith that is going to be revealed because you don't even see him. And you love him. You don't even see him. And you believe in him. And you rejoice. Because you know that this faith that you have, that you're holding on to, is the salvation of your soul. So what's the saying about God? Well, to me, it's saying God is faithful. Because what he starts in you, he completes. What he starts in you he is going to finish the salvation of our souls we will not perish because of our sin we will be with christ forever that's what it means 
God is faithful to complete his promise that he has given to us. What does it say about um, mankind? Well, first, I think that it says uh, just because of the persecution is that we're going to be persecuted. Mankind is sinful and evil, and they will persecute Christians because of their faith. It will happen. It's happening then. It's happening now. If you're not seeing it, you better open your eyes because it is happening now. Different countries are, are getting, people are getting murdered in those countries because they proclaim the faith of Christ. People are being killed. People are being, uh, families are being ripped away because of faith in Christ. We see it. Persecution is everywhere. It happened then, and it's happening now. But we also see man in the Christian sense, as God has called us out of this world, is that uh, we will be redeemed. Our faith will be revealed, and we will see Christ. How am I going to apply this to my life? Man, I really want to apply it by seeing the, 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 uh, and recognizing the persecution of the world around me and praying for those brothers and sisters to be strengthened in their faith. That's highly important is that they be strengthened in their faith during this time because it is difficult. It is hard. But I also want to remind myself that in the situations that I'm in, that I have a hope. I have a future with Christ and all these difficult things that happen because things happen and they're difficult to go through. They are hard. They're a struggle. They make me want to cry. They make me want to fall on my face and ask Christ, what is going on? But I got to know. I got to know that I have a hope outside of those difficulties. And in this hope, God is going to reveal the validity of my faith. Or to me, it's even more clear when you read it in in other passages like Paul writes. He says that it is going to make me look like Jesus. He will be revealed to me because I will be like he is. That's what John says. And so these trials, these persecutions, James says, makes us wise. It makes us understand and know. And so that's what I, I can realize is going to happen when I'm in these situations where I'm broken on my knees without strength because of the suffering that is happening. I know this in the end will be for my good to make me look like Christ, be conformed to his image, to look like my Savior, my God, Jesus. I pray that you can apply that to your lives. I thank you guys for listening, man. It has been good, and we have been traveling through this scripture Kind of slow, I guess, but uh, I've enjoyed it, man. And I hope you guys are enjoying it as we continue our study as Pauline Theology's Daily Devotional. Man, I appreciate you guys for listening, man. And uh, uh, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.